You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop! Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Neil, and this is Game 2 in our Romantic Comedy Tournament. We had a very exciting episode one. Uh, spoiler alert, if you're listening to the second one first for some reason, I'm not sure what would, why you would be, but uh, the winner of the first game was Ron Weaver from St. Louis. So he'll be moving on to the final game, which is going to be next week. Uh, just as a little bit of a recap, it's going to be 15 romantic comedy questions. We have four contestants with us today. The winner will move on to the game next week. And if uh, someone in this group can beat uh, 12 correct answers, uh, that were given by Savannah Campbell last game, then they will be the wild card going into the final next week. Uh, if not, it will be Savannah for our three for all in the final. Uh, but joining me today, uh, once again in the studio, is my girlfriend, Colleen. How's it going? Great. And um, I'm trying to think of something on topic, but we've been watching a lot of romantic comedies recently. Um, you talked with the last group about My Best Friend's Wedding and that you weren't sure who to root for because Julia Roberts was kind of... Uh, yeah, we watched it for the first yeah. time, and everyone always touts that as such a great romantic comedy, but I felt like I had no idea who to root for it or understand what was happening with the storyline, so I was really disappointed in it, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we watched a couple other ones that we we really enjoyed, but they might be clues for the questions, so we won't say anything. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we have some great contestants here who... Um, joyfully gave us an email that they wanted to participate and we appreciate that so uh, i'm going to start uh introducing them but as i said in the first episode uh this wouldn't be a romantic comedy uh bonus without a meet cute so um this person uh, decided to switch places with me and now i'm being charmed in england while she's being charmed in los angeles coming to us from louisville kentucky that is asha youssef how's it going asha Pretty good. How are you doing? Doing well. Uh, so what's uh, what's new in your world? And uh, one of the questions that I'm going to post to everyone is uh, either answering your most rewatched rom-com or which rom-com couple you'd like to see in quarantine. Well, I'll tell you, I got Disney Plus and I was watching Tangled. And in the beginning, she sings a song that she does the same thing she did every day. Never related to a cartoon character more in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love Tangled. <laughs> yes. And as far as my most watched movie, probably one that was would never work today, but it's while you were sleeping. 
Yes, that, that, that is a great one. Um, we've, we've watched that one quite a bit. Um, I directed a play in Chicago called uh, Once Upon a Rom-Com, the Bill Pullman story, and it was about how depressed he was that he's always second fiddle to everyone. Except uh, in that so movie. It's so sad, except for that movie. Except yeah. for that movie, yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for joining us. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Uh, so our next contestant, um, he was actually seen at a club where Ken was doing stand-up, and he heckled Ken, but in a positive way, and they ended up bonding together before one of them got a mysterious disease, but they ended up falling in love. It's okay. Uh, coming to us from Brick, New Jersey, is uh, someone who's been on the show quite a few times, Paul McLaughlin. How's it going, Paul? Doing all right. How about yourself? Doing well. Thank you for joining us. Uh, what's new in your world? And uh, same questions posed to you. Uh, new in my world, uh, still in Quarantineville here, and not a damn thing. <laughs> not, nothing much has changed. Uh, so uh, to answer your other question, uh, I think I'm going to have to go Notting Hill. Uh, he, here's a, a fun fact about me. I really don't care much for romantic comedies. Mm -hmm. But from 1998 through 2011, uh, I saw every single one of them. So I figured... Yeah, let's let's give this a try. Uh, and if you want to take a guess as to when I was, what years I was with my ex-wife, you know, you can, you, you might be able to divine that. So. <laughs> well, that's a that's a great choice. Uh, I showed Colleen Notting Hill for the first time not too long ago. Yeah, pretty recently. It's a good one. Yeah, I, I like that. I one really a lot. enjoyed it. Uh, the, the transition scene. Yeah. Uh, th of the the year passing is probably one of my favorite scenes in all of movie them i uh i love um that whole street uh when i was studying in london um i had to make sure i went to notting hill and it looks exactly like it does in the movie uh with all the art and everything on the street it was really cool um so yeah i i recommend it um our next contestant uh is uh uh, someone who was accidentally pulled over uh, by Jeff uh, portraying a Scottish policeman, and she was having some wedding drama, but uh, they decided to uh, air their grievances and became uh, became close. And she's coming to us from Pittsburgh, uh, and she was on our West Wing bonus episode, and that is Alexis Papalia. How's it going, Alexis? Um, quarantine surviving, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm this close to starting a sourdough starter, so, you know, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did tell us that uh, your diet today consisted of only French fries. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. French fries and diet Dr. Pepper, which is not, I wouldn't recommend. <laughs> <laughs> maybe for one meal, but maybe not all of them. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and yeah, same questions uh, posed to you, either most rewatched or a couple that you would like to see in quarantine from a rom-com. Um, so my most rewatched, I was actually just watching it um, before we got on here to try to, you know, calm my jitters a little bit. It's a, you know, my sick movie, my comfort movie is You've Got Mail. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just one of those, like, I grew up with it, you know, I came out in 98 when I was like eight or nine years old. And like, I got the jokes then and I get more of them now than I'm an adult. Um, so that's, that's really my favorite probably. And one I watch most often. That's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, that's a great one. We were just saying that we should rewatch that one. It's been a while, um, but I, I do enjoy it. So thank you very much for joining us today. Happy to be here. And uh, our last contestant, um, she uh, was a uh, television host uh, along with Matt, and uh, Matt was being very chauvinistic, uh, but they decided to work together and created magic, uh, and uh, they, they created a very, very popular television show. And coming to us from Nashville is Becca Moody. How's it going, Becca? Going good. How are you? Doing well. Uh, just to give the audience a little behind the scenes, uh, when you emailed and said you wanted to be on this episode, you had a great uh, a great romantic comedy trope that you put in the email, if you want to say. Yes, the 10 things I hate about you um, reality where the 
lead woman always starts with straight hair, pulled back, maybe wearing a glass glasses uh, at the start. And at the end, their hair is down, the glasses are off. And usually it's a little curly, too. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, thank you for sending that, too. Um, and speaking of movies that are either rewatchable or a couple you'd like to see in quarantine, any uh, any romantic comedies coming to mind? Yeah, I thought about this one, and I've decided I'd love to see Harrison Ford and Anne Heche from the classic Six Days, Seven Nights. Just a throwback there. Uh, they'd be great to see in quarantine, so yes. Yes, that would actually that'd be very good. There'd be a lot of pointing from Harrison Ford. <laughs> Get off the couch. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, that's. I think it's on Netflix, actually. We, we saw that when we were uh, scrolling through stuff. Uh, well, thank we, you. We were we were scrolling through Netflix last night, and I almost, and we were trying <laughs> to pick a movie, and I saw. I was like, "Oh wow, I haven't seen that in a long time." We were so close to going there with it. I almost did too. And he's uh, he's had sort of a, a spotty recent history with planes, so he should probably stay away from a plane. <laughs> Uh, last few times um but uh, thank you everyone for joining us today we're super super excited uh once again it's 15 questions um uh these are all uh you know different uh, romantic comedies we tried to to keep it varied in all three episodes so i'm hoping um some of these will be easy some will be gettable uh but yeah uh colleen are you ready to go i'm ready to go all right uh let's start with question one in the first episode, we tried opening up with a question about romantic comedies that always seems to make an appearance in trivia. In similar fashion, this question is about when Harry met Sally, which always seems to come up in trivia. While I could ask you about Rob Reiner's mother saying the iconic line, I'll have what she's having, I'll refrain and simply ask, in what famous New York City restaurant does the scene take place in? Locked in. Yeah, locked in. All right, so that leaves Becca. What are you thinking? I'm thinking I knew this would have come up and I should have looked it up before we got here. I have been to this restaurant uh, on a trip to New York City and I feel like they have a famous Reuben sandwich and I'm pretty sure it's not correct, but I'm going to say it's called Reuben's. Okay. All right. Locked in with Reuben's. Uh, let's go to Asha. Um, I really don't know. So I just made up somebody's name and said Hell's Diner. Hell's Diner in Hell's Kitchen. We're just going to say it's there. No, Hell, like H-A-L. Oh, Hell's Diner. Excuse me. Hell's probably a bit better. Yeah, but, Hell's Diner know. in Hell's in Hell's Kitchen. Um, Paul, what do you think? I, I have no idea where I'm pulling this out of, but Shotsky's Diner. Okay, Shotsky's Diner and Alexis. I believe it's Katz's Deli. And Alexis, the only one getting points. Katz's Deli or Katz's Delicatessen is the correct answer. New York institution there. Uh, lots of meat. So if you like meat, it's great. If you don't, I would recommend probably not going. Okay. Uh, number two. In 1991's Father of the Bride, George Banks, played by Steve Martin, ends up getting arrested in a tuxedo after he has a nervous breakdown over what he considers a ripoff in a grocery store over what food products? Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. All right, Paul, what are you thinking? I know this isn't in the 97 range, yeah. but... Yeah, and I did see this, but man, it was a while ago. Uh, I will take a stab at chicken. Chicken, all right. Uh, let's go to Alexis. I believe it is hot dogs and hot dog buns and their disparate amounts in packages. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go to Becca. I also said hot dogs and their buns. Okay, and Asha. Um, I said apples. I didn't know. 
All right. Well, uh, the answer is hot dogs and buns. Uh, he has a, an eight pack of hot dogs, but the buns come in 12 and he tries to remove uh, buns from the from the uh, packaging and he gets yelled at and then gets arrested. Uh, but yeah, great job, everyone. Moving on to number three, creepy or romantic? 2005's Hitch has often sparked quite a debate about whether Will Smith's Hitch is crazy to have taken Ava Mendez's character where for their first date. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. All right, Paul. Never saw this one. This is outside of my date range, so I am going to say the zoo. Okay, the zoo. Uh, Alexis. I believe it's Ellis Island. Okay, Becca. I just said jet skiing. Okay, jet skiing. And Asha. Ellis Island. All right, and that's going to be points for Asha and Alexis. It is Ellis Island. This was, uh, Colleen, this was your question. He makes her cry, right? Yeah, but she, but the clarification is she's technically correct. They take jet skis to Ellis Island. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we'll give, we should probably give we points. We should probably one. give points because yeah. we didn't, sorry. This shows my uh, lack of trivia knowledge in writing questions. <laughs> I wasn't specific enough, but you are correct. They did take jet skis to Ellis Island. Okay, so we'll, we'll give points to that for Becca then. Uh, but yeah, I believe she, he makes her, her cry, right? Because Yeah, he, because he wants to show her how thoughtful he is, and he finds this old relative of hers, and it's someone that her family like doesn't speak to anymore, and she like gets hysterical and cries, and it's a disaster. I think the, the relative was like a serial murderer yeah. in Spain or something. Yes, he, he was like a horrible person that like her family tries to not remember. That's funny. Uh, all right. So yeah, that, that will be points to Alexis, Becca, and Asha. Um, all right. Number four. In the film Made in Manhattan, what expensive brand of designer coat does Marissa try on right before sharing an instant attraction with high-profile politician Chris? Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. All right. Back to you, Paul. Yeah. Uh, let's go Versace. Okay. Versace. All right. Uh, Alexis. I believe it's Dolce & Gabbana. Okay, let's move on to Becca. I'm not sure, but I went ahead and said Prada. Okay, and Asha. I said Versace. All right, so we got two Versaces, a Prada and a Dolce & Gabbana. The points are going to go to Dolce & Gabbana. So that is for Alexis there. Uh, all right, and uh, number five here in this first mini round. Adam Sandler has starred in his share of romantic comedies. I'm going to name four different films that he starred in, and I would like you to give me any two of the female co-stars slash love interests from that film. So I'm going to give you four films. I just need two actresses that were his love interest or co-star uh, from those films. So the films are Anger Management, Blended, Click, and Just Go With It. So two actresses out of those four films. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. All right, Paul. All right. Boy, was I, I was really hoping to be able to pull a, a Drew Barrymore double play on this. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, anger management's the only one I saw, uh, and I don't remember. Uh, Marissa Tomei and, you know, maybe there was another Drew Barrymore that I didn't know about in there. So let's go with those two. Okay. Uh, let's go to Alexis. We don't have to say the corresponding films, right? No, I just, yeah, just need the actresses. <laughs> okay. Yep. Um, then, uh, yeah, Marissa Tomei and Jennifer Aniston were the two that I locked in with. Okay. Uh, Becca? 
I said, uh, I think there is a Drew Barrymore for Blended. So I said Drew Barrymore and Jennifer Aniston. Okay. And Asha? I also said Drew Barrymore and Jennifer Aniston. All right. Well, points are on the board for everyone. So, Paul, uh, yeah, last minute uh, poll there got you on the board. So, Anger Management is Marissa Tomei. Uh, Blended is Drew Barrymore. That's where they go on Safari. Um, Kate Beckinsale is in Click. And Jennifer Aniston is in Just Go With It. Um, I did have Brooklyn Decker, but I he doesn't end up with her. But I, just in case someone said it, that's who he starts the film with. And they, they uh, move past each other, you know, as the film goes on. Because he falls in love with the real person, the person he loves. Okay. Thankfully, um, so, I knew four of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. After five, the scores are as follows. Asha uh, is on the board with two points. Paul, with that last question, is on the board with one point. Uh, Alexis is batting perfect with five. And Becca has three points. So very, very close still. Uh, anybody's game. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The Nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. One particular argument, he ended up dislocating Ava's jaw. <gasps> Ava, she was such a tough cookie. Rather than cry or scream or anything like that, she... Well, or call she, the police. Or call the police, like she should have, <laughs> exactly. What does she do? She takes an ashtray and she knocks him over the head and knocks him unconscious. That's how she fought back. She didn't know what to do, so she called Louis B. Mayer. I think I've killed Howard Hughes. What do I do? Revisit a time when the pictures were still big and everyone was ready for their close-up. When you want Tyrone Power instead of Tom Hardy, Jennifer Jones instead of Jennifer Lawrence, or Robert Mitchum rather than Robert Pattinson, then From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. Uh, let's move on Thanks to. The <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I did not mean to jinx anyone. Um, let's move on to Colleen for question six. All right. Question six. At the end of Friends with Benefits, Justin Timberlake's Dylan organizes a flash mob for Jamie, played by Mila Kunis. The grand gesture inside Grand Central Station is set to two songs that have meaning for the characters. Name one of those songs. Locked in. All right, so locked in. Oh, that leaves Becca. So, what are you thinking, Becca? Have you seen this one? I have a million years ago. I remember something in the fountains at some point, but I do not remember the end at all, and um, don't think it's gonna come to me. 
So I am just going to say Unchained Melody. Okay, classic love song. All right, uh, let's go to Asha. I have no idea, so I went with another movie song that was in a train station and said Jai Ho. Okay, ooh, classic, yep. All right, uh, Paul? I did not see this whole movie, but I think I did see the scene in question just flipping through one time. Uh, I remember seeing a flash mob dancing, and I'm pretty sure it was closing time. Okay, and Alexis? Uh, okay, I will name the other one that was not named and uh, say Jump by Crisscross. All right, we got uh, two points then on the board. It was Jump by Crisscross and Closing Time by Semisonic. Good poll. Yeah, nice poll. <laughs> so yeah, Crisscross, uh, he sang to her in his robe in the hotel or in his uh, dad's place. And then, yeah, Semisonic, they were trying to, I think, talking about what it was about. I can't remember. I'm trying to remember, too. We haven't seen that one in a yeah, while. Yeah, it's been I be- a while. I believe but. that's what it was. And then a, a third trivia question would be uh, when he first meets Mila Kunis, when she tries to convince him to move to New York, she has a flash mob of New York, New York in Times Square that kind of seals the deal for him. Okay. Um, number seven. All right. Number seven. Featuring cameos from writer-directors Harold Ramis as the doctor and Lawrence Kasdan as the shrink and Shane Black as the restaurant manager, this Oscar-winning romantic comedy by James L. Brooks covered every single detail just like his OCD lead character, Melvin Udall. Uh, locked in. All right. Paul on the board first on that one. Locked in. Okay. Everyone is locked in. So let's start with Asha. Um, as good as it gets. All right. Paul? Yeah. Uh, what, three in a row. I'm going to have to say that is as good as it gets. <laughs> uh, Alexis? Um, as good as it gets. Yeah. Okay. And Becca? Luckily, the OCD part came to me right at the end, and I got as good as it gets. Excellent. So points all around, as good as it gets. Neil and I actually just saw this for the first time a few nights ago. It's a really good one. Yeah, it's really good. Because in the beginning, you're like, man, this guy is very irredeemable. And then he... We almost walked away. I was like, I don't know about this movie. (laughs) (laughs) But he was changed. He was a changed man. He did. All right. Number eight. What Oscar-winning actor and sometimes musician answered the call to star in the comedic film Booty Call with former collaborator Tommy Davidson. Locked in. Locked in? I'll lock in. All right, Alexis, what are you thinking? I am thinking absolutely nothing. Like, for the <laughs> first time, I don't even have, like, a a thing to go on here. And I always said I wouldn't tap out um, on a question, but I think I might have to on this one. I think I'm just going to tap. Okay, Alexis is tapping. Uh, Becca, what do you think? I have... Put Tay Diggs with the sometimes musical, but I have no idea. Okay, Tay Diggs. Uh, Asha? I went with Jamie Foxx for the sometimes musical. And Paul? Yeah, sometimes musical was my my tip in too for Jamie Foxx. And it is Jamie Foxx. Yes. Yeah. Great job, everyone. Uh, Okay, so that was the first miss for Alexis, actually. So uh, we'll see, see what happens here as we move forward. All right, on to number nine. In Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Peter is trying his best to distance himself from who else? Sarah Marshall. However, in Hawaii, he runs into Sarah and must deal with her new boyfriend, played by Russell Brand. Name either his character name or the famous band he was the frontman for. Locked in. Locked in. I'm locked in. Okay, everyone is locked in. Uh, let's start with Asha. 
I did not know. I was hoping you were going to ask for Russell Brand's name, so I've got nothing. Okay. Tap from Asha. Paul? I have absolutely no idea, so I'm going to say his name is Rip Striker. Ooh, great name. <laughs> Could also be an action star with that one. Uh, Alexis, what do you think? Um, thankfully, I watched Get Him to the Greek a couple weeks ago, which is a nice spinoff situation, and that character's name is Aldous Snow. All right. And Becca? I was so close. I said Aldous Hodge. Ooh. Yeah, Um, she had that first name right, Aldous Snow, correct? So Alexis got points on that one. And the name of his band is Infant Sorrow. Infant Sorrow, yep. Uh, And Becca, uh, Aldous Hodge is actually an actor from Leverage, and he's in The Invisible Man just recently. Mm -hmm. Of course he is. You had a correct name, so it was definitely a person. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay, on to number 10. Out of the small handful of films that have won the Big Five at the Oscars, so that's um, Best Picture, Actor, Actress, Writing, and Directing. What 1934 Clark Gable film is the only romantic comedy film to do so? Locked in. I'll lock in. Okay. I'll lock in. All right. That leaves Alexis. I'm stuck between two, and of course, neither of them could be correct, which would be the best thing. And those are It Happened One Night and Bringing Up Baby. Um, and of course, I in my furious studying for this i neglected to watch so many older films which i should have done so i'm just gonna have to throw caution to the wind and probably end up regretting it and say it happened one night okay uh, let's go to becca i said it happened one night asha it happened one night and paul clean sweep that was mine Happened one night. Yep, it happened one night. So it looked like you went for it, Alexis. Good call on that one. (laughs) Same (laughs) call. That was going to really suck. (laughs) Yeah, I tried to include at least one older movie in here just to give the uh, the respect over there. All right, so just a quick score recap here after 10. Uh, So we have a three-way tie with five points uh, with Asha, Paul, and Becca. And Alexis is in the lead right now with nine points. So it's still anybody's game with uh, five questions remaining. So let's see... What's going to happen here? All right. Uh, number 11. In The 40-Year-Old Virgin, Leslie Mann's character drives extremely drunk and loudly exclaims that she has a craving for what food item? Locked uh, in. Locked in. Locked in. What do you think, Becca? I've seen this movie, and I remember the scene, and I am not thinking of food, so I'm trying to think of funny food. Um, and so I want to say tacos, but I feel like that would be what all of us would yell if we were drunk driving and, uh, <laughs> asking for food. So I'm going to say sushi. Sushi. Okay. Uh, let's go to Asha. I did go with tacos. All right. So we got a sushi. We got tacos. Paul, what do you think? I was actually trying to waffle, waffling between sushi and tacos, uh, but I, I ultimately went with tacos. Ooh, another tacos. And Alexis? Um, I'm going to sound really weird, and I can't say it the way she says it because it's rather expletive-laden. Uh, I think it's French toast, though. All right. And, uh, Paul, when you said you were waffling, you were very close. But as Alexis <laughs> said, and we'll bleep it, she says she wants some French toast. That's right. French toast. <laughs> can hear her so vividly say <laughs> <laughs> yes it, it is very memorable uh all right so that's points for alexis on that one uh number 12 during a montage 
The title character from this film utters the words, I will not be defeated by a bad man and an American stick insect. Instead, I choose vodka and Shaka Khan. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in? Okay. Uh, let's start with Asha then. I, I have nothing. You have I nothing? do not know. All right. Asha is tapping. Paul, what do you think? And, and after the fact, it hit me that you said title character. So so my original answer is obviously impossible. Uh, 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 tap. Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, Paul is tapping. Alexis? Bridget Jones Diary. And Becca? I went for the only title name I could think of in a movie, and that is Oscar, which is clearly wrong, but Sylvester Stallone deserved a shout-out for that movie. I love that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Great guess. Uh, It is an Oscar, but it is Bridget Jones' Diary. So it is Bridget Jones' Diary. Um, All right. So number 13, do you want to take Colleen? Sure. Number 13. In the Netflix film Always Be My Maybe, starring Ali Wong and Randall Park, what notable celebrity becomes a foil for their burgeoning relationship? Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Don't know, Paul. Uh, let's go Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Alexis? Keanu Reeves. All right, Becca? Keanu Reeves. And Asha? Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah, we got three points. And if you've seen this movie, you know it is Keanu Reeves. Great. I actually watched this like specifically to study for this and i'm so glad i did because i never would have watched it otherwise and it was so delightful (laughs) it is it It was very cute i enjoyed it it's a cute one um all right uh do you want to do 14 and then i'll i'll do the last one all right sounds good all right number 14 in love actually liam neeson's character grieves over the death of his wife and confides in his son that the only woman who could ever have his heart again is this notable figure who actually makes a cameo as a fellow parent potential love interest at the end of the film. The pained expressions make me think this is a tough one. <laughs> I know. I don't think this is going to be tough. Colleen and I make fun of this uh, this part, and we'll explain why once the answer is revealed. Because one of our favorite locked movies. In. All right, locked in by Alexis. Yeah, locked in. And Paul? Locked in. I'll lock in. Okay, everyone is locked in. So let's see. It looked, uh, as Colleen said, like everyone had a pained expression on their face. So Asha, what do you think? Um, I know this is wrong because she's not British, but I said Annette Benning. Okay. Uh, Paul? I, I'm just trying to I, I'm trying to think of, of who's even in this. Uh, let's go. And did you say it was a British actress? I uh, didn't say if it was British oh, or not. Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, Shannon Elizabeth. Okay. Uh, Alexis? I think this is right. I think it came to me. I think it might be Claudia Schiffer, but I'm not positive. So, Claudia Schiffer. Claudia Schiffer and Becca. I said Kate Winslet. All right. And points go to Alexis on this one. It is Claudia Schiffer. Yep. Yeah. Liam Neeson, uh, I think he says something like, if I'm ever going to love someone again, it'll be a supermodel or something. And Colleen and I make fun of it because at the end when uh, he actually does meet her and it's Claudia Schiffer or playing a, a random person, um, they remark about what how Sam uh, didn't kiss didn't kiss the girl at the end and she's like no that's cool yeah it's a really bad line and it's reading, a really yeah. bad line reading and they're like say something claudia it's like that's cool um <laughs> but yeah so claudia schiffer is the correct answer uh but paul shannon elizabeth is at the end of the movie uh with denise richards as two of the people that uh colin or colin lived with in wisconsin <laughs> okay all right january jones and january jones and, and uh alicia cuthbert um okay so this is the last question 
Um, the way it's going to work, I did this in the first game. Uh, it's something called That Movie Where, which is just a type of question I like uh, writing, uh, having worked at Blockbuster before. A lot of people would come up to you and try to describe a movie in the worst way possible, and you'd have to figure it out. <laughs> so I'm going to describe a movie, and it's usually using movie titles and other details. So you have to tell me what movie am I trying to rent at Blockbuster, okay? I'm looking for that movie directed by Ford versus Ferrari, where Wolverine uh, travels back in time to meet Sleepus in Seattle. They fall in love, and then she travels back in time to see him. Both of them even interact with Sabretooth and Ray Donovan. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. I know it, but I can't pull it, which is terrible because 90% of the time that I talk with my sisters about movies is me figuring this nonsense out (laughs) when they say things like that. And I want to say Kate and Leopold. Okay. Is that your locked in answer? That's my locked in answer. Okay. Uh, Paul? Yep. Kate and Leopold. (laughs) All right. Alexis? Kate and Leopold. And Becca? Kate and Leopold. Clean sweep. So you all would be very good workers at Blockbuster. Um, And I'll give you an easy one. Sometimes it'd be like, what's the one with the doctor where he, you know, murders his wife or whatever. Um, Okay. After 15 questions, it looks like the final scores are as follows. In fourth place, or third place, I should say, is Paul uh, with six points. Tied for second with seven points are Asha and Becca. And today's winner with 14 points, Alexis. Congratulations. Thank you. Well done, Alexis. That was unstoppable force there. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how that happened. (laughs) <laughs> you're a true rom-com fan that's how <laughs> yes you are a true rom-com fan um well thank you very much for uh for joining us everyone um before we let you go uh, i'm just going to go through each of you to just any parting words you would like to say and uh maybe a, a rom-com that wasn't mentioned that we should all check out uh in the meantime since we're at home so asha any final words no thanks for having me i'm I, you caught me off guard with that one i can't think of anything right now that comes to mind that everyone should watch but i appreciate you having me on yes thank you for joining us maybe it should be tangled you talked about it it's a great movie i do love tangled yes uh love zachary levi in that so maybe that's one everyone should watch uh paul uh i know you you signed up you said you had a very limited knowledge but you still uh performed admirably and, and we loved having you uh any parting words from you oh uh just thanks much for having me uh as for a recommendation uh is Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back a rom-com? I mean, there's a romantic subtext to it, right? Why not? Yeah, Actually, why not? there's a couple of them now that I think about it. Yeah, you could. I mean, as long as there's a, a hint of romance, I'm sure you could call it a romantic comedy. Why not? Uh, well, thank you very much for joining us. Alexis, uh, we'll uh, get to you next. Um, how about you? you? You had 14 correct. You only missed one. Uh, which I don't even remember what. <laughs> oh, it was Booty Call. So I guess you have to be watch. You have to go watch Booty Call. But yeah. uh, how about you? Any yeah, parting words? That can't be the one that I recommend to everybody. I guess because clearly I haven't seen it. Um, in my marathon rom com quarantine watching, I watched a movie I'd never seen before called Mr. Right with Anna Kendrick and Sam Rockwell, mm-hmm. and I can't recommend it enough. It is such a weird, very violent, quirky, funny movie, and I really enjoyed it. So go watch that. Awesome. Well, violent, uh, quirky, and fun. Sounds like a good time. Uh, And uh, Becca, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Even though you did lower your hair, it was curly, you took off glasses. It wasn't enough to get you the win, but you still performed great. Uh, Any last words from you? Yeah, I want to tell everyone they are beautiful just the way they are, with their hair up, down, glasses on, glasses off. You do you, boo. It's awesome. And for my movie recommendation, Oldie was a 
obsessed with it. Uh, in college, I watched it more than I did work, which was French Kiss. If you haven't seen it in a while, it just melts your heart. Bordeaux. Great, uh, great recommendation there. Well, thank you very much, uh, all of you, for joining us. Uh, this episode was brought to you by our uh, Patreon supporters. So thank you very much to all of you for helping the show. You're the lifeblood. It helps us do great bonuses like this. If you'd like to join all of our patrons, you can go to patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast uh, to get a bunch of extra content and uh, hear all the after dark uh, goofiness that goes on. Uh, but for Asha, Paul, Alexis, Becca, uh, Colleen, who helped co-host today, Ken, Jeff, and Matt, uh, who are off uh, trying to learn about romantic comedies themselves. My name is Neil, and we will see you next week for the final. Thank you. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.